For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. They've designed must-have travel styles for when you need to jet. The lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit make these shoes some of the most packable styles ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Take the Superlight Tree Runner on your next adventure. Its cushy, lightweight foam midsole supports every step, and the extra outsole traction gives you the grip to just go for it. The eucalyptus fiber upper adds next-level breathability to keep you going all day. Plus, the Superlight Tree Runner is comfortable and ready to go right out of the box. So, what can you do in a Superlight shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And, because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S code SUPER24. The Broncos Blitz Podcast with Ronnie K. Presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. The Broncos Blitz Podcast. News and analysis to help you be a better Broncos fan. Welcome in to the Broncos Blitz Podcast. Presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated sportsbook app. My name is Ronnie Court. You can follow on Twitter at Ronnie K Radio. That's at R-O-N-N-I-E, the letter K Radio on Twitter. And I want you to file a, a follow at Mile High Sports because uh, celebrating a special anniversary, 200 issues of the magazine. And, well, we're going to chat with the managing editor and really the guy who is kind of the brainchild of this whole thing since day one, Doug Ottawell, managing editor of Mile High Sports Magazine, going to join us on the program. A friendly reminder that if you like the program, hey, be sure to head on over to Spreaker, Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, MileHighSports.com. Give it a follow, and uh, you can uh, like, check out, and uh, preview uh, future episodes of the Broncos Blitz podcast. We've got Doug on the line to join us. Doug, uh, celebrating 200 issues of Mile High Sports Magazine. I want to go back to day one when this thing first started um, because obviously this is a local magazine, uh, sports. uh, It's kind of like local SI for Denver. Did you ever think that we would get to 200 issues? I mean, there was there was a question mark, and, I, and I'm not making this up, whether the first one would roll off the press. And wow. then once it did, you know, you're thinking, all right, can we do another one? And, uh, I mean, I even wrote about it in the issue. Like, it, it's definitely kind of a pinch-me moment. I mean, obviously, when you've done 190, you don't sit there and think 200 is impossible. But if you'd have told me in 2002 when we started that, yeah, eventually you'll you'll hit 200 issues, I don't know that I would have believed you because it's uh, just kind of one of those things. It's a mark out there that you don't really envision. Well, it's a huge achievement. It will be out on stands uh, here in the near future. And, of course, uh, with a terrific cover, don't want to spoil the cover athlete. But uh, certainly we can say that maybe this cover athlete, this individual represents um, Denver sports over the last 200 issues. Would you say that's fair to say? 
Yeah, I'll, uh, you know, there, there's probably a handful of ones that people might guess, but I would say that this, this particular individual that's on the cover, um, basically spans the life of the magazine. I mean, when we started, uh, he was a great player and, uh, he's been relevant ever since. So I'll leave it at that. We'll let, we'll let people guess, but, okay. um, All right. I think once people see it, they'll understand why we went that direction. Okay. So you tell me it's not Kyle Orton. It's not Jake Plummer. He, Kyle Orton was not in the top 10. Not in the top darn. Okay. All right. I won't play yeah. the lotto this week. Okay. Very good. Uh, Doug, <laughs> I do want to talk about this magazine, though, because look, 200 uh, issues is a major achievement, but that means that we're looking all the way back to 2002 and, and kind of, you know, it, it's jogging your memory of so many of the great stories and uh, obviously a lot of the, the great things about the Broncos. And look, they've won a Super Bowl in that span. They've gone to a lot of playoff games, AFC championship games, and then they've hit some of the lowest of lows as well, too, during that time with he who shall not be named, of course, Josh McDaniels. So uh, I want to start, let, let's start with covers because I want to talk about the best cover, Broncos cover that you've had for Mile High Sports Magazine. I mean, maybe best is not the right term, but your favorite that you got to share shoot and or create i think the you know my favorite broncos cover in general there's, there's a couple of them but we had john elway on our third issue and for us that was a really big thing and because obviously everybody knows john elway but at that time he was kind of remaking headlines because he was an executive with the crush. But so I think for us, we got a little lucky because obviously when the crush came to Denver, they were trying to promote it. So he was willing to, to do some things with us, but you know, I can kind of remember that kind of, you know, moment where you're like, Holy cow, we just did a piece with John Elway and he took a photo for us. So, you know, that was a really special one. It's not the greatest cover that we've ever done as far as, um, you know, a football cover. I think my favorite football cover, favorite Broncos cover, was the no-fly zone. Um, and I've often told the story, but it is literally the most expensive cover we've ever shot. And it had <laughs> nothing to do with anything we did. But those guys showed up with... I, I have no real experience in high-end jewelry purchasing but I'm going to guess it was well over a million or $2 million of jewelry. Wow. And they brought in stylists for clothes. Uh, one guy brought in a barber to get a, a trim before the shoot. I mean, it was probably the one Broncos cover that stands out to me because all five of those guys completely got into it. They had such fun doing it. And then, the you know, the irony of the story is that literally – as we were on press, um, the Broncos cut TJ Ward. And so we had this sort of like no fly zone, uh, cover with the last time they kind of were all together. So it was really interesting in that, um, you know, the Broncos are very, um, close to the vest, I guess I would say with what's going on. And sometimes you can tell if somebody's on the bubble or somebody, you know, if there's if the future is undecided for someone mm-hmm. based on what the Broncos will and won't allow for a photo. And the fact that they let all five of those guys shoot in the summer and then let go of T.J. Ward prior to that was 
obviously not part of the plan. <laughs> I mean, if, they, if it was, they would have never let him do that. Sure. So that's, that's kind of one of those, like, multiple layers as to why that cover stands out. Yeah, I'm going to put two um, up there for voting, and and maybe this is a little bit of recency bias. I, I've been with My Life Sports about six years now, so I've only seen the last six years. But I have to be honest, I absolutely love one of the most recent magazines, which is Drew Locke, dressed up as Buzz Lightyear. It's got the Toy Story font and kind of theme to it, uh, obviously played off the Buzz Lightyear deal and lots of generated excitement around Drew Locke. I absolutely love that cover, but the one that really stands out to me, along with the No Fly Zone one as well, too, because I remember that one going down, and boy, that was a that was an interesting time. But the custom art that we did, the custom illustration of Pat Bolin, that, that one stood out so much to me when he was elected uh, into the Hall of Fame. Yeah, and, and both of those covers, um, they are really, the credit goes 100% to our art directors and our photographers and our illustrators. Because without those guys, those covers don't happen. I mean, you know, realistically, there are times when you don't get exactly what you want for a custom photo. And, and you know, it's not because uh, players don't want to. And you know, Sometimes it's just timing. And obviously with Mr. Bolin passing away, we had to come up with some way to memorialize a great man without having him there. And so the idea was born, you know, to sort of show him in all his glory. And the only way to really do that was to do a great, great painting and uh kyle malone who's the artist on that did a great job and then got to give a lot of credit to nick heckman for the drew lock cover um he and our photographer randy perietti kind of had this whole strategy of how they were going to do a custom cover of the most popular name in town at the time and still is really um without being able to do a photo shoot amidst covid so Sometimes it just boils down to when you're forced to be creative, great things happen. So those those were kind of examples of that. Well, it's absolutely terrific, and they're uh, fantastic covers uh, to kind of look back on. It's speaking with Doug Ottoil, managing editor of Mile High Sports Magazine, of course, celebrating the 200th issue. Real cool stuff, and hopefully you get a chance to check that out. Now, of course, another thing that you're going to want to check out here on the Broncos Blitz podcast is our friends, over there at DraftKings, the season in full swing, and of course, action is still unfolding. So head on over to DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Lots of storylines, pro sports, collegiate sports. Now is the time to check out DraftKings Sportsbook and get some skin in the game. Head to the App Store now because you don't want to miss this. Here's the deal. Celebrating Sunday's action, DraftKings is ensuring all new users that they're covered up to $100. That's right. You bet. They cover with risk-free Sunday betting. Now, here's the deal. This weekend, Denver taking on Atlanta in a clash of, well, one team that is making some comebacks and another team that's, well, blowing a lot of games. <laughs> Simply put, Denver has the opportunity to get a win, and, well, so do you. And, of course, on top of that, great sign-up offers. DraftKings offering great odds boost every Sunday to help you make it rain. Safe, secure, reliable, easy for you to deposit, easy to withdraw your funds, and coverage of up to $100 for new users. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use the promo code MHS when you sign up to get this can't-miss offer. DraftKings Sportsbook, insuring your Sunday bets up to $100. That's right. You bet, and they cover up to $100 when you use the promo code MHS during sign-up for a limited time, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. 
you got to be 21 or older in Colorado only. Risk-free coverage paid out in site credits. Restrictions do apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Doug Ottawell, uh, managing editor of Mile High Sports and uh, Mile High Sports Magazine, celebrating 200 issues a little bit later this month. I want you to jog your memory, Doug. Uh, give me your favorite Broncos moment that you've written about in the magazine, uh, how it came about, and why it's your favorite. Well, I mean, I think the obvious one is is, is Peyton Manning and, and winning Super Bowl 50, but if you really... And I really did a lot of this in preparation for this issue, and you'll see when it comes out that there's a lot of there's a lot of trips down memory lane. You go back and you and you kind of um, look at what what and who we covered over the course of 200 issues. And you know, one of one of my favorite magazines. Um, well, there's a couple, and they were they were early, but I'll I'll, I'll stick with Jake Plummer and Quentin Portis. Mm. And Quentin Portis for those people who weren't here when he was playing was an unbelievable talent. I mean, you kind of got to go back and, and put yourself in that time. And everybody was sort of down in the mouth about Terrell Davis being hurt and, and not being able to sort of see a great, great career finish the way that it ought to. Mm-hmm. And so when Clinton Portis came on the scene and some of the things that he was able to do, and I had forgotten about this, but he scored in his rookie year, he scored four touchdowns in one game against the Chiefs. Mm -hmm. And the next year he came back and scored five. And I remember that, that game where he scored five and just thinking, this guy is unbelievable. I mean, his talent was off the charts. And, and, you know, I think the thing's, for whatever reason, got a little sideways with he and Shanahan, uh, the whole giving himself the world champ belt on the sidelines after a game. You know, there were just so many things about him that were interesting. We did a photo shoot with him once um, in, in downtown Denver, and he had, he had, you know, similar taste in jewelry. I mean, you know, sometimes <laughs> you get these guys out of the practice facility and into their element, whatever that might be, and you get some really interesting things. Um, but yeah, Jake Plummer, I always remember in my mind, Jake Plummer is still one of the most underrated Broncos quarterbacks that there ever was. I mean, did he do some things quirky? Did he, did he ultimately get them to a Super Bowl championship? No, but I really think given the time and, um, his style, he was what the Broncos needed when he came and, and he was always great to the magazine, very accommodating, very accessible. But I, I always thought just a gamer, a guy that loved to play, a guy that improvised on the fly all the time. Um, and, you know, really, a and you break his numbers down for the short time that he was in Denver. Speaking with Doug Ottawell, managing editor of Mile High Sports Magazine, a little bit of a uh, tribute podcast to 200 issues of Mile High Sports Magazine. You can get that Mile High Sports Magazine at milehighsports.com. That's where, of course, you're hearing this podcast. And look, there's many different uh, ways to get it digitally, of course, delivered right to your inbox or uh, mailed to you a paper copy. And I, I say it all the time for the residents of Denver and Colorado. It's kind of like a local sports illustrator. You got the high school and the golf issue and, of course, uh, football previews, basketball, but a little bit of a special treat as the 200th issue coming out this month. And uh, it should be a real good one. We can't reveal the cover 
athlete yet, uh, but uh, certainly uh, it, it'll be one that you will want to read. Uh, Doug, you have covered so many different head coaches in the time of the magazine, since 2002. Uh, for the Denver Broncos, you've got, let's see, Shanahan, you've got John Fox, you've got Josh McDaniels, uh, Kubiak, Joseph, uh, and then obviously Vic Fangio. Did I miss one in there somewhere? Uh, you've covered a ton of head coaches. Which Shanahan. One was, which one was your favorite to write about? You know, it's a, it's an interesting thing because I, I will say, in all honesty, the Broncos coaches, I, I wouldn't say, you know, since Shanahan that there's been any that I've absolutely been crazy about. I mean, Gary Kubiak's a very nice guy. Um, I can't say that I had a, a, you know, a real deep relationship or anything like that with him. You know, obviously, if you press quotes here and there, um, Josh McDaniels by far and away the most interesting, um, <laughs> which, you know, sometimes in writing we overvalue that. Sure, um, sure. He gave us something to talk about. Um, John Fox, I think, said the least while saying the most. He could talk for five minutes and never say anything. Sometimes I just listen to his, you know, meet the media kind of deals and and think, just laugh because he would he would go on and on and on and you get done and go he didn't tell things he never answered that question <laughs> but you know Mike Shanahan in my mind um, he really I don't want to say he created the Denver Broncos in terms of their national persona or um, sort of this concept that the Broncos are a championship franchise I mean obviously he won titles here but Mike Shanahan's standards were off the charts I mean. He was a very, very calculated coach, but also a calculated person. I mean, everything he did was with a purpose and with intent. And I remember that we um, did an interview with Mike Shanahan uh, one year before he was um, fired as coach. And, and the idea was to award him sports person of the year because they were coming off the AFC championship game that they lost to Pittsburgh. And at the time, they were seven and one or seven and two, looking like they were an equally good team. And right after the interview, he pulled Jake Plummer in favor of Jay Cutler. And things went south in a hurry. The Broncos didn't end up making the playoffs. Um, so we literally um, changed the direction in terms of who we gave our, our top honor to. But I remember that. The Broncos were not happy. We still put Shanahan on the cover. I think he gave us a great interview. Um, but um, the fact that, you know, it didn't quite go the way they wanted it and Shanahan was still on the cover, I mean, I think that that was the kind of thing that he was very he was very calculated in terms of, you know, he gave a glowing interview. And the fact that they were 7-2 and two and we had to wait to do the interview until, or, you know, publish the interview until later that year mm -hmm. and things had gone bad, I don't think that he liked the way that that looked when it came out. Not that anything was said that was necessarily damning or anything like that. It's just, I think, the timing of it. And, and I remember kind of getting the, the sense that Mike Shanahan was not pleased that that mm. went down the way that it did. Not the way that, I mean, obviously didn't care for the way the season went down, but the, the release time in the magazine. But I always thought a lot of Mike Shanahan. I mean, I just, he had a standard of excellence that I that I think as much as we um, 
you know, talk about Pat Bowen's standard of excellence and how this wouldn't be acceptable now. Mike Shanahan is very similar in my mind. I mean, those those two individuals, um, they set the bar very, very high for the Broncos, and they did everything that they could to reach it every year. And, and I think Mike Shanahan was every bit the same way that Pat Bowen was in that regard. One last one before we uh, let you go. Doug Ottawa, managing editor of My Life Sports Magazine. Uh, give me the one story throughout the 200 issues that really stands out the most. Boy, it is, it is hard to. Uh, yeah, I know. I'm going to ask that man. unfair question. <laughs> but, but I will give you. I'll give you a funny one. And and we kind of joked about it at the beginning. Um, with with Kyle Orton. Um, Kyle Orton was a guy that quite literally came in with a stud. I mean, you know, the the Broncos had been, you know, pretty exciting. I mean, people were genuinely excited when Jake Plummer came came over from the Cardinals. And then whether they fully bought into Jay Cutler at the end is kind of irrelevant. But the talent that he had and the fanfare that he sort of arrived with People were very excited about him, and and he was a he was a hot rod of, of controversy. I mean, you know, people talk about arguing about Tim Tebow and whether he should be the guy and whether he should stay or start or sit or whatever. Um, Jay Culler was a lot like that because you know he replaced the guy that a lot of people liked in Plummer. Um, he obviously everybody knows Jay Culler. He would, he would do things that would make you think, wow, this guy has an unbelievable arm. He's an unbelievable talent. And then he would, you know, do something or, or look a certain way or say a certain thing, and you're like, you got to be kidding me. So I, he was, you know, again, kind of going back to kidding around about Josh McDaniels, at the very least, Jay Cutler was interesting. Whether you liked him or not, he was interesting. So when, when McDaniels came in and they let Cutler go or they traded him away – and they brought in Kyle Orton. You could not have heard a louder yawn going across <laughs> Denver. I mean, you talk about one of the most boring individuals that's ever been a Bronco, and at your quarterback position. Now, granted, this was pre-Joe Flacco, but the, what I remember about this is that Kyle Orton and Kristen came in at the same time. At mm-hmm. the time, they weren't really saying which guy was the starter. I think. Most people thought it was going to be Orton, but so we requested interviews with the Broncos quarterback. They suggested we do it with both. So we sat down, did an interview with Sims, and we did an interview with Orton separately. Chris Sims came out, one of the nicest guys you'll ever meet, super cordial, um, very personable, answered all the questions, you know, acted interested as opposed to put out. So we, we get done with the Chris Sims interview. Then uh, Broncos PR says, "Hey, okay, you're done. Kyle Orton will be uh, he'll be coming out here in a little bit." We waited, we waited, and we waited forever. I want to say it was an hour, hour and a half. Finally, one of them came out, and I don't remember who it was. It was Patrick or Eric or you know one of the guys that works down there for the Broncos, and um, he said, uh, oh, "We're really sorry. Uh, you know, we thought he'd be out sooner." But uh, he's he's wrapping up his card game now, so he should be out pretty soon. <laughs> and we're like, you got to be kidding. We've been waiting for an hour, hour and a half, so that Kyle Orton can finish, you know, whatever gin rummy that he's playing in the, in the locker room with the guys. And then he came out, and it was 
about as boring as an interview as you could imagine. I mean, Kyle Orton was just the most bland individual ever. He didn't seem to embrace Denver. He didn't seem to embrace the role. He certainly didn't act enthusiastic when we talked to him. And maybe that was my fault. Maybe I'm the, not your Roy Firestone interviewer. But, but I just remember thinking, wow, this guy better be good because people will not be in favor of him if he's not in a hurry because he just had such a dud of a personality. But I'll never forget that. And then the magazine comes out. Kyle Orton's on the cover. I will give him credit. He gave us an interview and a photo, and so I don't want to bash the guy too much. But so we had Kyle Orton on the cover, um, and the interview was boring. And then Kyle Orton was also extremely boring and almost kind of had a similar attitude to Jay Cutler in terms of just being indifferent and grouchy and uh, nothing but uh, cold, I guess I would say, to, to Denver and Broncos fans. He just he just never stuck, and I, and I I guess I would say that I saw that coming well in advance when we interviewed him before he ever took a snap for the Broncos. Well, I tell you what, Doug, something tells me after this interview, you're not going to be on the Christmas card list for Mike Shanahan or Kyle Orton uh, moving forward. You know, Shanahan is a is a guy when it, when I look back and I think of certain things that in my own career that I regret or wish I had handled differently. Shanahan's one of those situations, and not, and by no means were we trying to to take Mike Shanahan to task. I mean, we were actually highly considering him for you know one of our top honors, as you know, yeah. and it didn't work out. And I, I think we were justified in that decision, but it definitely was a learning moment for me as a young writer. And um, and I've talked to Mike Shanahan since for several different things when Pat Bowen went in the Hall of Fame, when Terrell Davis went in the Hall of Fame. And Mike Shanahan is still, in my mind, uh, one of my favorites. I mean, he's he's very cordial, always gives a great interview, um, but such an intelligent guy. I, I never, ever, you know, not looked forward to a time when I got to talk to Mike Shanahan. Yeah. So hopefully uh, hopefully I make the Christmas card. List. Okay, you um, may have made the Christmas but, card. As for Kyle Orton, not so much, but I think you're fine with that. No, probably not, but that's all right. <laughs> Doug, uh, we appreciate the time as always. Uh, give me some tidbits on the writing that's going to be included in this 200th issue. When it's available, where can they find it? Uh, this should be out middle of next week. So uh, what's the date on that? The November 9th-ish? Sure. Next um, week. Next week's fine, yeah. Yeah. Um, and you can find it at all the usual suspects. Um, I know that uh, our... Uh, our fearless warrior, Nate Lundy, has been working um, tirelessly on a new distribution plan. So if you're familiar with the magazine Rooster, My High Sports will be uh, distributed alongside Rooster this month as well. So there's a lot of places that carry Rooster. I know uh, Floyd's Barbershop's one. Um, there's there's a lot of them, and uh, Rooster gets out there. So hopefully a lot of new people see the magazine and uh, – you know, maybe they look at it and say, holy cow, this has been around 200 issues. Uh, we better, better get on it. So it'll be out there. Very cool. Doug, we appreciate the time as always. And a trip down memory lane, always a fun one. Uh, you can find that 200th issue of Mile High Sports Magazine out next week. And, of course, the digital issue, which is at MileHighSports.com. You can subscribe and, of course, uh, uh, grab that issue online paper copy sent right to your door very cool stuff doug we appreciate the time thank you hey thanks ronnie 
All righty. Doug Odwill, managing editor of MileHighSports.com. Always cool to go down memory lane with uh, some stories of Mike Shanahan and Kyle Orton, Jay Cutler, he who shall not be named, Josh McDaniels, Tim Tebow, and the whole gang. Since 2002, Mile High Sports Magazine been doing it, and uh, we appreciate Doug for his time in, uh, well, going down that memory lane on the magazine. Again, you can check out that magazine and milehighsports.com, where, of course, we have a ton of, uh, well, info, uh, issue recap, lots of stuff with the Broncos, previewing Atlanta, and, of course, we went over this week on the Broncos Blitz Podcast, our stocks, who's up, who's down on the Denver Broncos team, and, of course, we'll be previewing that game at Atlanta this Sunday, 11 o'clock. You can, of course, follow me on Twitter, at Ronnie K Radio. That's at R-O-N-N-I-E, the letter K Radio on Twitter. And, of course, for more info on the Broncos, for more info on the Broncos Blitz Podcast, be sure to check out MileHighSports.com. We are all done for the Broncos Blitz Podcast, presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated sportsbook. We appreciate you tuning in. Check out more info on the Denver Broncos at MileHighSports.com. That's MileHighSports.com. Later, y'all. To listen to previous versions of the Broncos Blitz Podcast, visit MileHighSports.com or subscribe to the Broncos Blitz wherever you get your podcast. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Albert styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely their fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Try the Superlight Tree Runner with a cushy foam midsole and breathable eucalyptus fiber upper. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. So what can you do in a Superlight shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24.